At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King. Live from Phoenix, the site of Super Bowl 57 on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hour two of VSIN Primetime. Tim Murray here in Las Vegas. Sean King down at Super Bowl 57 in Phoenix, Arizona. We are presented by BetMGM. College basketball going on in front of our eyeballs but that doesn't mean we can't talk plenty and we will talk plenty of NFL and no one better to do it with Sean King is our good friend Eric Eager from Sumer Sports and boys before you get to talking I want to read a tweet from Mr. Eager's Twitter feed earlier today you could follow Eric on Twitter at Eric Eager underscore good morning the degree to which the Eagles are better than the Chiefs after quarterback has been overstated all week. I agree, Mr. Eager. Sean and I are chief backers today, uh, this weekend, but uh, I would love you to expand and expound on said tweet from earlier this morning. Firstly, Tim, it's nice to see you. Sean, you're looking great, by Thank the way. You, this man. is, this is good it. here. It's fun to be with you guys. Yeah, I mean... I think that this week has felt a lot like when we were on Super Bowl Radio Road just a couple of years ago when they faced the Niners, right? Where mm-hmm. everybody's looking at the Niners and they're there. They're, they have a quarterback kind of similar, you know, Hurt, you know, Hertz is better than Garoppolo, but similar. And, and everybody's saying, look, the Chiefs have the better quarterback, but the Eagle, you know, Eagles have the far better team. And, I, and I, I resist that a little bit. I think the Chiefs defense is, you know, top 10 team in yards per play allowed. They're, you know, they've been forcing turnovers a lot in the second half of the season. Uh, they have, you know, I've, you know, one of the top sack rates in all of football. Um, offensive line, you know, this isn't the offensive line they took to Tampa Bay, right? They, you know, Joe Tooney's a, a great player. You know, Creed Humphrey's an all pro. Um, you know, I think that it's just exaggerated, right? And, and so if that's the case, then, you know, and Patrick Mahomes is healthy, which I know is a, a question, and, and Jalen Hurts is also healthy, is this point spread correct? Right. And, I, and, I, and you know, I, I respect the market, certainly, and this is the most liquid market that we're ever going to get for a football game. So I'm inclined to say yes, but I, I, I don't know how to square that with the fact that I do think that the Chiefs from 2 to 53 in their roster are pretty solid. I agree 100%. Uh, I do think that people are overvaluing the collection of players the Eagles have because of the way the dominoes fell this season. Mm-hmm. You know, let me ask you this, Eric, and uh, Tim, I want your opinion on this, too. 
If I told you Trevor Lawrence would have been the best quarterback the Eagles faced all year, I could make a legitimate argument that that's true. Now, I know they played Aaron Rodgers, but again, you know I'm kind of not. I'm mm-hmm. lukewarm on Aaron Rodgers and where he is in the quarterback rankings in 2023. But when you look at this Chiefs defense, now they went up against Justin Herbert twice, Joe Burrow twice, Tom Brady, Josh Allen. Like, they face the cream of the crop throughout this season. And I didn't even include that they faced Trevor Lawrence, so yeah. I mentioned twice as well. Yeah. Like, I just think they're more battle-tested. The yeah. Eagles defense is feasting on average to below average quarterbacks. When you look at the best overall team that the Eagles have faced, I think I said this on the airways before, but that's Detroit, right? Week one, you know, they had a really good game against Minnesota, a team that won 13 games. Um, I, I think even beyond that, though, this Eagles team has not necessarily faced situations very often, right? They, it, they got all the way to week 10 against uh, Tim's commanders Woo! before they even trailed in the second half of a game. You know, so you're looking at like how many times has Hertz really trailed in in a game and how many times he had to throw and how right. many times and, and you looked at the other day, like when he had to drop back to throw, he was kind of wincing a little bit. You could tell, you know, maybe you know as a quarterback, like maybe his ribs are, are worse than we think, maybe his shoulders banged up, maybe running so much all, all season has been detrimental to him. But I, I think that the, you know, it's interesting because the point spread's one and a half, and I think that you know that would imply a close game. But I actually think that there's a lot of paths to blowouts in this game, right? It, obviously the Eagles have their path. They get ahead, play great defense run the football and the game goes under like it has the last two times. I think Kansas city is like, you get ahead, you force Jalen hurts to drop back. And we haven't seen them succeed in that realm. I mean, we haven't seen them fail a ton, right? But we haven't seen them succeed in that realm. I agree. 100%. I'm with you. And listen, I like the peacock and man, the level of peacock activity that I'm going to have on the VEASAN post game <laughs> Super Bowl show with my guy, Tim Murray because I will have some alternate Chiefs uh, lines as well, Tim. I think I'm going to play Chiefs minus three and a half, minus seven and a half. Yeah. Just in case, you know, I want the peacocktivity to be at its high. I get nervous, yeah, though. I, I, I get nervous, think- Eric, when he starts talking about peacocktivity. Because remember, this is the guy that told us the four Bs, Brady, Bucks, Burrow, and Bengals. And uh, it's the Chiefs. Well, and the last listen, time some, I checked some people it. people like the plan. Well, some people like the plan. So I, I went into the playoffs with a plan. The plan I had was I thought the NFC had a lot of question marks at the top. And I thought that if I can get to a situation where I could get Brady versus the Eagles, that I I, I thought Brady, you know, had one last hurrah in him. Uh, When you look at the other side, and again, my 4B started before the Bengals lost all of their best offensive buddies, you know. So, I mean, that to me wasn't a bad choice because I've been on it since week 11-12 on the bingo side, and then my play with the Bucks was just, I didn't think the NFC was that good. Well, I said I said on the show, I said yeah, I thought the Bengals were the best team in the AFC, but I thought they, they could run out of gas, right? And the Bengals and the Bills, the other B, like they played, like it's so weird, like the Bengals were truly the Chiefs of last year, right? They start out 4-4, four and four, mm-hmm. they get blown out in the middle of the year, they win out, basically. Um, they get in a, in a divisional round with the Bills, they get an um, emotional win, and they lose a three-point game in the title game, they kind of wear out, right? right? I mean, you think about this, if you would have said that, you know, the Chiefs' best defensive back went out with an injury, and and Chase, and I know Boyd went out, so that kind of offset it a little bit, but if you were saying you were going to face three rookie corners with Chase and Higgins, and you're the Bengals, you would have taken that any day of the week, and they just didn't have it left, right? The Chiefs, you know, for whatever reason, they ran out of bullets, both offensively and defensively. It just shows how hard it is to win in the NFL, and it's about being the best right now as opposed to being the best in November, which is, which is hard to say because you, know, you can't really control that. And, and Tim, as we sit here today, now it would have been good to cash out 11-1 to Bengals to win the AFC ticket, but I would be hedging – the Eagles if I had my Bengals to win the Super Bowl. I am not interested in hedging the Chiefs. Like, because the Eagles' strength is their ability to rush the quarterback. So with the issues since he had without Lyle Collins, without Alex Kappa, probably no Jonah Williams, I I don't think any part of me believes they could handle that pass rush. But this Chiefs are a different animal, man. I'm just telling you, Mahomes is going to be moving around. They're going to be designing stuff. I wouldn't be surprised if this thing gets out of hand in the Chiefs' favor. Yeah, I mean, Andy Reid with the bye has been so, 
uh, instrumental. I mean, look at when back when you were playing, right? They made the NFC title game every year, and they never lost in the you know that that divisional round at all, really. And then with Kansas City, obviously they faced five you know post by in the po- in the in the era you know here, uh, really good. The only one that he really struggled with, and you know, sort of weird to say, but against Tampa Bay, of course, his son was involved in that car right, accident right, right. before. Um, I, I think that you're and and both of these coaches are amazing. I think Sirianni's fantastic, but his his edge is really in like fourth down decisions, uh, you know, all in game stuff, which you don't need any preparation for. You just called it while you're there. Whereas Andy Reid's edge is game planning, scheming, and stuff. All that grows the longer time you have between. So I think the coaching edge is smaller if they play off one week by or one week rest and and two weeks rest. I think it does go decidedly to Reid as well. And, and so I, I think I'm talking myself into Kansas City here. You know what's interesting, Tim? He brought up Andy Reid, and listen, I wouldn't change anything in my life. I got to play in front of the home crowd, Bucks. But we had Mark Ross, the uh, VP mm-hmm. of the XFL, and he was in the Eagles uh, organization, and he said they literally were having a discussion about me or McNabb at two. And they went with McNabb because he played at Syracuse, which is in Jersey, and that's closer to so, Philly. So you were almost the, the number two pick? Yeah, and then I dropped to 50. Like, think about those 48 selections. So wait a, so what was it, five minutes of selection? Then I was on suicide watch. We should have we should have had the 30 for 30 on you and not Rodgers. You, you had a bigger drop than him. What could have been? <laughs> yeah. Holy buckets. I, I bet you, though, I mean, Reed – McNabb is a fantastic quarterback, but it does show, like, obviously, when you look at Watson, you look at Mahomes, you look at Trubisky. Trubisky was picked eight picks ahead of Mahomes. This isn't an exact science. It does depend where you land, and it's like, you know, I, I, I mean, you're a better man than me. I, I've been thinking about that forever. I, I'll say this about the science of evaluating quarterbacks. It's not an exact science for finding an all-time great. To me, it's a very exact science for finding a bust. So the floor, to me, to, uh, to minimize ever selecting a bust is really high. Okay. When people select buses because they lower the floor based on one little snippet yeah. that they fall in love with. When the totality of the movie is saying this isn't a feature film. That's interesting. Is there any, well. Will Levis will be this year's. They, they fall in love with him? Yes, because his good, I mean, it is really, really good, Eric. But I always believe this. Great players don't have really bad games multiple times. Yeah. And he has some stinkers. Yeah, well, especially, I mean, SEC football is tough, but. But also, but it's college football. I think if you're going to be a great pro, you can't have that many bad college games. And I'm not talking about where your team isn't good enough. I'm talking about where you play bad. Yeah. Like Michael Vick lost to the Florida State in that national title game, but there's nobody who didn't think Vick wasn't the best player on the team. Virginia right, right, Tech right. just didn't have enough guys. Like right. Will Levis might have been the worst player on the field, Kentucky at Tennessee this year. He was terrible. Yeah, whereas Hooker probably uh, the best player on the field. Right. Yeah. E, when you look at the defensive side of things, we're talking to Eric Eager, Sumer Sports. Follow him on Twitter, at Eric Eager underscore. Real quickly, because people, I think there's just a a flat-out assumption that the Eagles will be able to do whatever they want offensively. Uh, How good is this Chiefs team, at least in comparison to to previous Chiefs defenses? I mean, it's the best Chiefs defense Mahomes has played with. And I think, you know, 2019 had, you know, some elements of it with Matthew, obviously, and, and you know, Kendall Fuller and, you know, but this one with Chris Jones playing about as well as he's ever played. Nick Bolton, by the way, Nick Bolton, under 10 and a half tackles uh, is a prop that I really like. It's, it's gotten a little bit more expensive, but Bolton has only gone over 10 and a half. Uh, six out of 19 games he's played this year. I know they're going to run the football more, but that's another angle. If you like Chiefs in this game, uh, Chiefs get ahead. Eagles don't run as much. Nick Bolton doesn't make as many tackles is another angle. If you like chiefs, I think the chiefs, you know, Legereus needs a wonderful player. Uh, they did really well with Carl and McDuffie in the draft. Like this is, this is a chiefs defense that I do not think the average person really believes is good. And they are good. They're going to have somebody surprise us Sunday. Frank Clark, one of those kind of guys will have a big game. He Can is we Eric keep Eager. It for another segment. It's up to him. Just peer pressure them into yeah, we'll for one more. All right, yeah, we'll there he is. More, more with pressure. Eric Eager from Sumer Sports next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King. Live from Phoenix, the site of Super Bowl 57 on VSIN, the sports betting network. The big game means big coverage from VSIN. Starting with the Lombardi line, Michael Lombardi, of course, a former NFL GM, will have pregame insights you don't want to miss. Special editions of Follow the Money with Polly Howard and Mitch Moss. A numbers game with Gil Alexander. Tackle last second line moves on the game and deeper and dive deeper into props. Then legendary sports broadcaster, the one and only Brent Musburger. He will tell you how he's betting the big game on countdown to kickoff. And then we will have you covered with the halftime show, Beeson Primetime, and the postgame show as well. Tim Murray here in Las Vegas from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Vegas. Sean King on the site of Super Bowl 57 on Radio Row, joined by our good friend Eric Eager from Sumer Sports at Eric Eager underscore. So, E, uh, you know, just... Wrapping up on, on the way we concluded uh, the last segment, which was the looking at this Chiefs defense, and certainly good news that, you know, Legereus Sneed has cleared concussion protocol, which is massive for the Chiefs. So, you know, if you're Philadelphia, who has had really success doing so many different things, whether it's running the ball and, and all the weapons that they have uh, offensively, for the Philadelphia Eagles, what is their path, in your opinion, to the most success or sustained success, I should say, offensively come Sunday? Yeah, it's probably running the football really well against the Chiefs defense. I, I know, you know, Derek Noddy is a nose tackle that they drafted in the third round in 2018. I believe, or, yeah, 2018, 2017 uh, out of Florida State, who struggled. You know, he still starts for them. They have been weaker. Uh, you know, defending the run at times. They have a guy named Kylan Saunders who's pretty solid. Brandon Williams, a veteran who they bring in. They've been better against the run of late and they've tackled better. Um, but there have been moments in this chief season where they have not tackled in the open field. If the Eagles can make plays, you know, three, four, five yards down, the, you, know, if, you know, in front of the line of scrimmage, break tackles, turn those into seven, eight yard gains, control the clock, keep Mahomes on the sideline. I think that that's their path. I, I just... You know, I, A.J. Brown's a wonderful player that he was worth every penny. I, I think Devontae Smith's great, but I don't know if the Eagles can win if passing the football is going to be their number one thing. You know, it's interesting, Tim. Um, if I knew Steve Spagnola and he's like, Sean, what do you think? I would say you got to do two things. First of all, you got to hit Jalen Hurts. Mm -hmm. You can't allow your defense to play passively in those zone read situations. Attack the mesh point put licks on the quarterback, make him hesitant with the contact. Second thing is you got to be great on third down. And I know that's applicable in every game, but even more yeah. so with the Eagles, because if you allow Sirianni to get in a groove where he's running it on first and second, 
He's living in third and four or less, but they're converting where they spread you out and throw the little slants to A.J. Brown and the little screen passes. Then he's not only going to be very difficult to defend, he's going to dominate time of possession. So those yep. are my two things. Put licks on Jalen early and often. Attack those mesh points. Don't be afraid to hit the quarterback. Don't play passive like San Francisco did. It, it was so ironic to me, and it really surprised me that D'Amico Ryans and those guys took this approach. They wouldn't even rush on known passing downs. Like, they kind of were just mirroring Jalen. Yeah. Okay, we're going to make him go through his progressions and throw the ball, but that's not who they are. Like, you, you don't have success playing aggressive, up-the-field football, and then think you're going to change and have the same level the Chiefs, uh, of really. success. Right. Yeah, you know they're, I mean? they're, they're a team that likes to bring their linebackers. Yeah. Willie Gay, you know, uh, uh, Justin Reed l- likes to blitz from safety. Uh, Legereus Sneed, who uh, you mentioned, he likes to come off the off the corner. And, and that's important. And and really where you've seen the Chiefs be really good defensively the, in the playoffs is they tackle, right? Yes. I mean, if you are going to bring pressure, you're going to be one-on-one with, you know, the the you know, running backs in the back, out of the backfield, the tight ends, and you got to get them down on the first tackle. That's right. But you got to be disciplined. Tim, like if you're rushing to the field and you're the contained guy, you've got to keep contained, but you also can't go seven yards past the quarterback. Your target should be the upfield shoulder of the quarterback. If if you're the guy that's a spill player on the rush, then you've got to spill and make Jaden leave the pocket. You can't get greedy and selfish in these one-on-one rush situations. Yep. If you play disciplined fo- discipline football, force him to throw the ball from the pocket, and if he beats you like that, okay, cool. You shake hands and you go back and get ready for next year. But what's frustrating is when you have him on third down and the field end gets greedy and goes inside. And now Jalen leaves the pocket, right. and all of a sudden Devontae Smith, he changes direction on the scramble drill, and you give up a huge play because somebody got selfish and was undisciplined. Eric Eager I think joining, Tim's trying uh, to figure out when to talk. Yeah, yeah no, it's all good. Uh, Eric Eager joining us my down bad, there big on dog. Radio we, Row. I apologize. Um, Eric, I miss my guy, man. I wish you were here. Um, what are some prop bets that uh, that you have eyed on or uh, already uh, thrown some uh, throw some money across on? Ooh! First yeah. of all, before you answer, are you a heavy heavy involvement prop guy? Are you a isolate two or three that you like and hammer them? Uh, historically, I'm a heavy involvement guy. Okay. I, I mean, I just think the. The hard part is, I think when you you get an idea, and, and Rob Pizzoli does a great. I know he's been on the network before. He does. A, he, he's said this really well. It's like you want enough in a game like this. You have a big opinion. You don't want all your props to point in that exact same direction. Because if they if one thing goes wrong and you're no, oh, they all lose, right? So you gotta you gotta have a little bit there. I mean, uh, right now at Juju's current receiving yardage price, I like under. Okay, so talk me through this because theoretically, I. If I'm at a poker table and I yeah. have a tail on a player, yeah. I'm trying to isolate till I see that tail, and I'm willing yeah. to risk it all. So, so you're saying if you feel like the game flow is going like this, don't get so caught up in the prop market and all your props point in one direction. So, okay. like for example, if you like, so I said Nick Bolton, right? Nick Bolton under ten and a half tackles has a couple outs, right? right? One of the outs is the Chiefs get ahead and the Eagles have to pass, and it's you know he's not in position to make tackles, so they're not running as much. The other one is the Eagles get out ahead and just shorten the game, and he just doesn't have the volume opportunity. So like you have to kind of see a couple different ways with some of these props, and and hopefully they're they're game outcomes that are correlated somewhat with what you like, but not completely because if they're completely and you're wrong, you're gonna lose you know 10x the units or whatever. Um, Another one that I, I like, Miles Sanders under carries. Again, this is a little bit correlated with the Chiefs winning, um, but it also is kind of what the Eagles want to do. They want to run the football with many different guys. Um, you know, I think the the guy that's really strange, and I said this right before the AFC title game when I was on the uh, Central Bank uh, Kansas City Chiefs pregame show, but I think Valdez Scantling is a guy you have to bet alts with. So, um, you know, if you're in like some sort of same game parlay or something, bet Valdez Scantling like over 90 yards, but also bet him under one catch, right? Like, cause he's that, he's been that guy kind of all year for the chiefs where he has the capability to do what he did the other day, but uh, the Jacksonville game, he had one catch, right? Like he's, he's that up and down. I don't think that there, it's a weird thing to look at his, his actual prop number and be like, Oh, that's the middle of the data. Cause he never really has a game like that. Um, Mahomes under interceptions. I don't think he throws an interception this game. He's thrown four in the previous two. I think that there's going to be a little bit of, uh, of um, uh, discussion there about him taking care of the football. Uh, some long shots I like. I like Jody Fortson first touchdown. That's 60 to one. I thought I was, which I believe I'm bet MGM. I think uh, 
Noah Gray, first for, time. For, first of all, who's who's Jody Fortson? He's their third. Does he tight play end. for one of the uh, teams that that are competing in the Super Bowl? Yeah, he, he's the <laughs> he's the third he's the third tight end for the Chiefs because he's the media guy player. He's the one if he catches the first touchdown, everybody getting the media yeah, guy. Yeah. Like, who is this? Yeah, he's the he's the third tight end. He's made plays before. He plays a decent number of snaps. Noah Gray is their second tight end. He's forty to one or so to be first touchdown. I like that too. Um, and, yeah, and then the, another long shot is like twelve to one on Fanduel. I think is still there, which which is Justin Watson to score a touchdown anytime. I think you know the, his number went from like plus three seventy, and then all those other receivers started practicing, and it went up to fifteen to one and bet down to twelve. I I'm, I I gotta remind myself where it is now. Um, but anytime touchdown on him is is a good bet just because he does play like fifteen to twenty snaps a game, even whenever he's healthy. And Mahomes is live for every every player on the team to score a touchdown. What was your Juju Smith Schuster uh, prop? 40, like? 40 and a half under is what I like. Under I mean, forty and a half. Yeah, it opened thirty three. I think thirty three and a half was short. I think forty and a half is is big, right? I think you 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 sort of the market overcorrected there. Tim, you got anything in this game that you love prop wise? I know I'm still trying to cipher through the the, the plethora of options. The one, uh, Eric, and I'm curious your thoughts. And uh, you know, look, I wish I got the ten and a half that was posted at at the Westgate Superbook last Thursday night. But uh, I found seventeen and a half on Mahomes rushing yards. And you know, historically, look, I know he's got the ankle situation, but historically, he's really utilized his legs in close games. You just look at all the close games this year. More often than not, he's using his legs. And I do know that Philadelphia really struggles on quarterback scrambles. So curious your thoughts on, on Mahomes and if he'll use his legs on Sunday. Yeah, I. it's weird. I, I would prefer under here. Mm-hmm. I think that I think kneel downs, I mean, the last Super Bowl, they had that one where he famously went under because of the kneel downs right. against the, the uh, Niners. Um, I think he'll rush maybe once or twice. And so you might, maybe it's better off. Maybe you're better off betting the longest rush over yeah. something more like half the or number you're going to bet him like over that. total something attempts over maybe, but a longest rush over. I think he's going to either break one for a big gain once or twice um, more than he's going to have a bunch of little ones. All right, Eric, before we run, you got a prediction for us? I think the score is going to be, yeah, I think it's going to go under. That's that's my big prediction on the game. I think it's going to go under. All right. All right. Under. Great stuff. Sumer Sports, Eric Eager. in primetime with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King live from Phoenix the site of Super Bowl 57 on VSN the sports betting network Before you bet on the big game check out VSN's big game betting guide today the big game betting guide is favorite has favorite prop bets picks and best bets from VSN hosts and guests and find out how the goat Brent Musburger is betting the game to get the guide and all the Vs and all that Vsin has to offer, become a Vsin Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. Head on over to vsin.com slash subscribe. It is Vsin Prime Time. Tim Murray here at the Circa Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas. Sean King on the road down there on Radio Row, where he is joined by the boys of the gambling podcast, Sean Green and Ryan Kramer, who are clearly, especially Sean, just oozing Chiefs right now and uh, can't wait for the Chiefs to win on Sunday. Oh, yeah. No, uh, birds all the way, obviously. <laughs> just for the record, I, I am a Chiefs guy as, a, as an actual giant. Are you man. really? I'm not, I'm not never. Never pulling for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I want to establish some dominance here on the set, you know, because, you know, that's what alphas do when they meet each other. Because as a former member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we have something that will eliminate any disagreements I have with Philly uh, Eagle fans for life. We closed down the vet, kicking that butt. And we opened up Lincoln Financial, kicking that butt. <laughs> and we did it just because the NFL disrespected us at the highest level of disrespectful activity. 
We won the Super Bowl and were on the road the following year to open the season at Philly as they opened a brand new football stadium. Pretty well, disrespectful. Well, I think maybe my uncle would have would be the guy who closed out the bet because he actually ripped a chair out uh, during the last game. So he might he might take umbrage with that. But uh, yeah, no. Thanks for bringing up one of the worst moments of my childhood. Appreciate that. I, I had to because they. I, I literally like when we played. Uh, Philly, my second year in the NFL, Tim, first year as a starter, and we went up there in the wild card game. And, and watch how crazy this is. We're at Green Bay. This is when we're still in the NFC Central. We're at Green Bay. Uh, Martin's kicking a field goal with two seconds left in regulation. He's the best kicker in the league. Love him to death still. He misses the field goal. I think it was like a 40-yarder. Green Bay wins the toss in overtime. Uh, Favre drives him down the field. They kick a goal and beat us. If we win that game, we win the NFC Central. We get a bye in the first round of the playoffs and a home game in the second round. We lose. We're on the road at Philly. I never forget this. I went to the sideline after, like, the third series, and me and Dungey are talking, Tim, and I said, I think they're cheating, Coach. They've got to have 13 guys on the field because I'm trying to figure out what they're doing. It's more ego helmets than I can count. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, look, I, I think, uh, and it kind of messed up that they made you guys join the the Central, aka the North. Right. Having you go up north to play, the NFL was a different time. It was, then. it was. That was uh, rest in peace. I think Jim Johnson was oh. the D coordinator. Man, they were really oh, good. Man, yeah. I mean, that's why yo know, Andy Reid again, not taking away anything from Andy Reid. Great run in in Philly, but man, he struggled after Jim Johnson uh, because that that defense was just so awesome. They were. I mean, you know, Dawkins and. Uh, Everything they oh. brought, like the pressure they brought. They had he 13 was just, guys. Yeah. Well, I, Brian Dawkins was two yeah, guys. I, I literally right. went back and watched the film and was counting. Like, I, you know, how you, I'm going to prove that I was right. <laughs> You're like, going I, back. I thought they had too many guys. I, I really did. Well, fellas, I know uh, you are clearly, you know, the one thing I love about your podcast, the Sports Gambling Podcast, is as you're ready to roll, and I can't figure out for the life of me you know, first touchdown props. And every time I go on Twitter, Sean or Ryan is, you know, celebrating about a first touchdown prop. So what are some uh, first touchdown looks that you've uh, peaked at for the Super Bowl? Well, again, you know, if you want chalk, you're coming to the wrong place because we're, we we're nothing whoa, whoa, but like whoa. long shots. This is this is not that show. OK, so, you know, we, no, we, find, no. we find different ways and uh, we go against the grain here. Is there really any chalk, though, in first-time touchdown props? It's just Kelsey. about being right. Yes, Because the exactly. minimum you're going to get is 5-1. to one. It's funny, though. You right. see it, and you're like, ah, that's too short. I don't right. like that. Meanwhile, that's like a 16-point <laughs> dog on Sunday. Right? <laughs> I mean, I love I love the Eagles running backs, not Miles Sanders. So give me a small sprinkle on Kenny Gainwell. Give me a small sprinkle on Boston Scott. Hypothetically, you know, if the Eagles start with the ball, they have a long drive. Uh, they very often switch in Boston Scott or Kenny Gainwell as they get closer to the goal line. So I think there's a lot of value on Kenny Gainwell and Boston Scott first touchdown it's interesting because that's one of the most frustrating things about the Eagles and when you're looking at their skill guys and how to play their props because miles is like the in between the 30s running back yeah, yeah. then they kind of randomly implement Gainwell and Scott but then you know if they're inside the two they're gonna QB sneak yes so you've got like a six yard window where Gainwell <laughs> and Scott that's their sweet right. spot that's and, Boston Scott time well Boston Scott they're not playing the Giants also so that reduces his <laughs> chances drastically I'll give you some Chiefs love honestly I love Sky Moore I gave out a prop on our show for Sky Moore to get to 20 rushing yards first in the game that's 200 to one. First touchdown is only going to be 45 to one but Again, the receiver's banged up. I like taking stabs at those high variance guy. Another guy I like, Noah Gray, backup tight end. What does Andy Reid love to get cute with? Those goal line plays. Could we see Travis Kelsey throw it to Noah Gray? Who knows? But I'm going to take Noah Gray at 55 to 1 for sure, first touchdown. So I guess we just had Eric Eager. What was the other uh, long shot tight end play he liked from the Chiefs, Tim? It was Noah Gray, and who's the third tight end? Oh, he likes Watson? Yes, Justin Watson's. Oh, oh, Jody Fortson. Fortson. Jody Fortson. But oh, he also yeah. said he liked Justin Watson anytime touchdown. Mm. But I agree. I do know this. If Andy Reid is inside the 10, there will be multiple tight ends yep. in the game. Travis Kelsey will be somewhere in the read. 
Mahomes will do everything possible to get him the ball. But you're right. I can see one of those other guys sneaking in there. Front well, side screen, fake to the back side. Maybe like know. a motion, all of a sudden get under center, Fortson. Well, and Noah Gray. Gray's actually done that. Noah Gray has done the QB right. sneak uh, <laughs> to score a rushing touchdown. I'm, of course, predicting no Chiefs touchdowns. But if you think there might be some Chiefs touchdowns, Noah Gray anytime touchdown is interesting because they've run that previously. And I don't think they're going to use Patrick Mahomes on a QB sneak. Seven and a half to one. That's a nice price. So we got Sean Green, Ryan Kramer here from the Gambling Podcast. So I've got a question for you because this is something that me and Tim have talked about, and it, it, it's strictly based on level of competition. When you look at this Chiefs defense, they've played Herbert twice, Burrow twice, Josh Allen. Like, Trevor Lawrence is probably the best quarterback the Eagles have played against outside of the three quarters where Aaron Rodgers looked like vintage Aaron Rodgers before he got injured, does that scare you as an eagle backer, the fact that the defense really, if you look at it, man, this is the easiest uh, uh, competition from opposing quarterbacks that anybody could ask for. Uh, yeah, I, w- I would say their defense did change when they got in uh, Sue and Linval Joseph. I think they took Great a nice jump up. Mid-season. And and having Jordan Davis there really seals up their defense as well. I think you, what I look at, you know, obviously the Eagles taking a ton of grief of like, who have you played? Oh, these top 10 passing defense. I like to look at the playoffs and the Eagles are uh, the first team to have back-to-back playoff wins, 24 points or more since the 1989 49ers. So I think... Are you really sitting here bragging about a Christian McCaffrey-led Niners yes. offense. Well, okay, all these whiners, uh, not, I, I call them whiners fans <laughs> for a reason. Oh, wow, wow. Oh, he was so unlucky. No, you know what's luck is uh, being able to block for your quarterback. Like, come on, they weren't stopping that pass rush any day. Hey, uh, Tim, they're bragging about a guy getting Tommy John surgery in the NFL. How long we've been playing in this league, watching this league? How many Tommy John surgeries have we seen? Well, Christian McCaffrey saying, like, why don't they adjust just the rules like there was going to be a quarterback behind Josh Johnson that was going to win that game. Like, let's get real. I think it's a great it. point about the quarterbacks. Yeah, the Eagles, this is a test. This is going to be is. a test. And it's a test for Sirianni, who's never really had to call plays from behind. It's a test for Jalen Hurts and that offense that have never really had to play catch up. If they were to fall behind, I'm not saying that they can't overcome because I think Howie has done a great job of creating a roster where you're not dependent upon one person on either side to have a great game because they have multiple really good players across the board. But it'll be interesting if they're put in a position that they just haven't been in you know, through no fault of their own. Can they handle it? You know, I, we, I, keep, I keep saying, I, I, I think Jalen Hurts has questions to answer about his ability to be an all-the-way franchise quarterback and make all the throws. The problem is no one's asked the question. So maybe the Chiefs can ask that question of him, and it'll be the first time. But, yeah, it does seem like he's he's been carried by that dominant roster. All right, we got to get scores, predictions. Oh. Come on. I, don't tell me 31-0 Philly. <laughs> like, be honest. Okay, give me a score for Sunday. How does this thing well, end? Well, you know, thir- 31, <laughs> uh, what was it, 31-9 when they played a really good defensive line. And, again, Patrick Mahomes, two Super Bowls, four interceptions. Why can't he uh, play better in the big game? We'll, we'll figure that out Sunday. I got it, Eagles 31-21. to Okay. I'll, I'll have some fun with it. 26-23 Chiefs. All right. Okay, so Are you, oh, funny number there. you have it over by a point, and Hold you have on. it under. Okay. Hold on. Ryan, I'll just let you know, on our VEASAN guide, where we all gave our predictions, my prediction was Chiefs 26-23. Let's go. Oh, you got to play that square. That's a sign. <laughs> yeah, you got to play that square. 170, 170 to 1 right now on that exact square Head over prediction. to the circuit and buy that exact <laughs> square. I'll be, I'll be back when you guys go to break, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, make sure to check out the Sports Gambling Podcast. Sean Green, Ryan Kramer, great stuff from you guys. And uh, go great Chiefs. Stuff, Sorry, guys. Sean. Go, go Chiefs. <laughs> Fly Eagles land. <laughs> <laughs>
We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. in primetime with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King live from Phoenix the site of Super Bowl 57 on VSN the sports betting network BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM reward points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. Planning a trip to Vegas? You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM reward points that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards, the sports betting's premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager with BetMGM. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to take advantage of BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New, uh, please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Alongside, well, I guess not alongside, rolling with Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Sean King down there on Radio Row in Glendale, well, I guess Phoenix, Arizona, at the convention center, site of Super Bowl 57. Thanks to a handful of great guests this hour, Eric Eager, for joining us earlier in the hour and uh, just departing the set from the Sports Gambling Podcast, Sean Green and Ryan Kramer. So gave us a couple first touchdown looks, gave us their prediction. And uh, so far, through four guests on set, Sean, two to two, Chiefs, and Eagles, but I, I still believe, and I will stick by my uh, projection as to you as well, that ultimately, when it's all said and done, Eagles will be the leader in the clubhouse from our on-site visitors. Well, it'll be fascinating to watch, uh, fascinating to see, fascinating to experience. I still feel like the energy here is pro-Philly. And listen, it's early in the week. It's only Wednesday. So, I mean, we'll see. The game's not till Sunday. So, you know, a lot of people still trickling in the town. But I have not seen a lot of Chiefs paraphernalia outside the walls of the convention center. I have seen quite a bit of Eagles attire. All right. Um, we will revisit uh, everything with the Super Bowl here in just a moment. But uh, quick update. Uh, we're sweating out some bets right now. West Virginia leading Iowa State 28-17 to at the under-four media timeout. So we'll see if the trend of unranked favorites continues to uh, be profitable here uh, as West Virginia in a desperate spot. Iowa State coming off of the Kansas State win, or Kansas win, I should say, over the weekend. Uh, interesting one going on in New Jersey. I know, uh, I think Eric Eager said he was on Creighton. Um, yeah, I was thinking he about said his buddy liked Creighton. I was thinking about playing Seton Hall. Ultimately, I stayed off this one. That line was suspiciously short, in my opinion. Uh, as Seton Hall now takes a 46-43 lead, long ways to go in that one uh, between Seton Hall and Creighton. Uh, but that one early second half, so, Seton Hall closes a three-point underdog. 
I had looked at this game, Tim, because, you know, Creighton got a lot of buzz in the preseason. Uh, Kalkbrenner got hurt or was out through an illness, and they kind of underachieved for a stretch. But they've been playing much better since he returned. But when I looked at it and I saw that short line, I looked up Seton Hall. And ironically, Tim, they all have won seven of their last eight and eight of their last ten. So they have been, like, playing a lot better under first-year coach Shaheen Holloway. A lot of people remember him for the magic that was St. Peter's last year in the NCAA tournament. So now he's back at his alma mater as the current head coach. And they got off to a slow start, but it looks like they figured it out. And I almost got to a point where I was like, do I need to start maybe thinking about Seton Hall and maybe getting a future on their chances in the tourney? No. Don't do that, because uh, they're probably not going to make. You don't it. think they have any conference? You don't think they have any conference tourney possibilities? I mean, the way they're playing now, they're playing good. Creighton's a big dog in the conference. They're at full strength. Uh, Seton Hall currently up one point uh, early in the second half. They're up six. So it's right not now. like they're outmatched. Oh, well, okay, I'm a little bit behind you there. My 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 mind says 44, 40, well 46, 43. I I don't. Um, look, it's. They they got some they got some work to be done. So I mean you 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 also have to realize their wins during that stretch have been against Butler twice, uh, Georgetown, DePaul twice. They did beat UConn at home, which was a nice win. That was a, a fade spot. I had I had Seton Hall that night against UConn, um, but no, this was a good spot. And uh, I, you know, we'll see how this game plays out. Seton Hall was on the short list, didn't ultimately pull the trigger. Uh, on the Pirates, but that line was uh, suspiciously short, and uh, so far they are holding uh, holding their own against a team that beat them pretty good back in early January. Creighton beat them by 22 uh, back in uh, back in January. So we will uh, we will see as uh, as that goes on. That, that conference that conference tourney is going to be something special to watch. I could easily see six Big East teams making it into the uh, sweet. I mean, to the uh, round of 64 to the the tourney, the Big March Madness. Tournament. I mean, they've got some legitimate teams. I mean, Xavier, Marquette, Providence, Creighton, Connecticut, all currently ranked in the top 25. And then Seton Hall, eight and five in the conference, 15 and nine overall. I mean, it's a team that's on the come. I, I definitely five, even potentially six teams. You know, ending up in, in March Madness from the Big East. Yeah, the numbers, the computer numbers don't love Seton Hall, uh, so they got some work to do, but this would uh, certainly be a nice, uh, a big win for them. Uh, mentioned West Virginia leading Iowa State right now. That one 30-17 with 3.20 to go in the first half, so uh, hopefully that can continue. Um, some other games of note, Sean, going on as we speak. Um, I think, I want to say there was a... Boston is tied at the half. We both have Boston. Uh, tonight, uh, I have NC Wilmington getting 10 points. They're currently down 13, which does not make me happy. Uh, I don't think any of our other games, California Baptist or Utah State, have actually tipped off quite yet. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee only leading Vanderbilt by two at the half. Uh, Tennessee coming off of uh, an ugly performance over the weekend that they were fortunate to get a win, 46 to 43. So that's the only top 25, other top 25 team in action right now, but a handful of games still to come tonight. Alabama hosting Florida, uh, Baylor hosting Oklahoma. Uh, we mentioned this earlier in the show. I'm riding with Utah State at home against South Dakota State. So uh, a handful of games uh, to keep an eye on uh, across college basketball. And uh, we'll see, Sean. How about this? Georgetown, they have covered seven of the nine games. They have been a double-digit underdog, and they're catching 13 tonight. On the road against Providence. Hey, come on. You know I got Patrick Ewing for Big East Coach of the Year, man. The job he's doing down there in year six is tremendous, man. Come on. You got to get credit where credit is due. Let me ask you this, though. Is the Southeastern Conference not the most disappointing conference in college basketball thus far? I mean, when you look at some of the expectations coming into this season, I mean, not a lot of these teams are, are achieving. Only two teams right now currently ranked in the top 25, although both are in the top six. But you just mentioned Tennessee's been inconsistent. Alabama has looked the part. But the fact that Auburn, who was a, 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 a big factor last year, Kentucky, who's normally always a factor, Arkansas, you know, has been really good over the last – like none of these teams seem to be playing up to the level of talent they have. Well, I would say the most disappointing conference right now to date is – the ACC. 
UNC was preseason. Yeah, I didn't feel like UNC was preseason yeah, number true. one. Duke was preseason yeah, number seven. True. Neither are ranked right now. Well, Duke was over. Duke was overrated. So um, I guess I look at the ACC from the fact I never thought Duke was a top ten team this year. And I'm a Duke diehard fan. And Kentucky certainly has been a massive uh, disappointment too. But yeah, I would say because of the the big boys. I mean, really outside of UVA, um, you know, NC State just got beat up pretty good by UVA last night. So. I think the ACC, but yeah, I hear your point on the SEC, um, especially with the way you know, you know what's frustrating. You know what's frustrating is when you take Wilmington plus ten, and every time you look at the score, it's like worse than it was before. I remember I said they were down thirteen, now they're down eighteen. Like I was hoping that this was going in the other direction. I didn't want to relive Marquette at was it UConn last night. You know, we were trying to cover 16 and a half, and I don't think they ever did. Like, I was hoping this would be like a rocking chair. Wilmington's up six at the half. You know, they lose by two type of situation. So, I want to pass. If this. anybody knows anybody, if anybody knows anybody at Wilmington, can you uh, email the Seahawks and tell them uh, we 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 backed them tonight. We need them to come through for us. Um, I want to pass this along, Sean, uh, down there in uh, in Phoenix. Brian Johnson, who's the Eagles' often, uh, quarterbacks coach, who was uh, reportedly linked to the Notre Dame offensive coordinator position, uh, he said, quote, I'm not going to Notre Dame, end quote. All right, that pretty much sums that one up. I think we could cross this name off the list. <laughs> well, I, I like that new, like, uh, uh, kind of straightforwardness, you know? I mean, most guys would have been like, well, I like where I'm at. You know, not sure what, you know, what you're hearing, but but I like where I'm at. I like it. He said, I'm not going. I like it. Yeah. He, he might know something we don't know, which is there might be some NFL teams asking him for his uh, services. That's Sean King down there at Radio Row. I'm Tim Murray. West Virginia. Come on, man. You were just up 13. What are we doing? At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.